0: This. <laughs> Ladies and future boys, welcome to another week with the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast that wants to see an R-rated Jimmy Neutron reboot. My name is Toby DePaula, and if you are hearing this, I can remain optimistic that you have heard last week's episode already, because this is part two of our coverage of Zen and Violence, the uh, the 1986 through 1987 story arc, uh, and first volume of The Question, uh, written by Denny O'Neill and Dennis Cohen on the art. If you heard last week's episode, you know that already. Um, and you will probably know that I'm joined by Kai I'm here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so shall we continue with our book?
1: Um. I think that would be a good idea, considering that, you know, we're halfway through
0: it. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll, we'll pick things up at issue four of the series. Um, it's called Sacrifice. Uh, we begin by seeing Old Reverend Hatch, he's um he escaped after last time as we saw and he's seriously foaming at the mouth about Vic Sage returning from the death he's like is it a sign did god send him back to show hatch that he hasn't been wicked and destructive enough uh not not the most likely answer but hey the rope seems pretty sure that's the case you know
1: he he really comes up with some good you
0: know his reasonings a bit the, skewed the ideas there
2: yeah
0: um, we see a few of the goons discussing the events a bit more reasonably to bring you up to speed. Like, they pretty much recap everything. Like, how they killed this guy for digging in too far with their political evil bullshit. Uh, they shot him and dumped him in the river. Did he survive? Maybe. There could be a second question. They aren't sure yet. All they know is the Reverend sent um his bri- the police officers he pays out to go do a job.
2: Hmm.
0: And that's when we rejoin with Vic, Sage, and Jackie, who is the daughter of Myra. Oh, okay. As you remember. Yes. Um, While they were hanging out a little, making the snowman.
2: Yeah, you did that.
0: Um, The two police officers come to take the the girl away. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Vic's plan to get Jackie out of there to a place where she can't be found is indeed very similar to their plan but theirs is a little more um, forceful and pointing guns at nuns about it, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Vic tries to give chase, but his car is a dud after the events we covered last week, after he smashed it into a van.
1: Because, really, that will hurt a car. Hmm. I don't, I don't know if you know that about cars and vans.
0: Um, yep, so he knows the police are heading towards the maze Mansion anyway, so it's all good. Vic knows where to go. Um, but first he goes back to his friend, uh, Tot's house.
2: We do
1: like a good old Tot.
0: hmm Makes me think of Tater Tots. Yep. I um, like those too.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, he goes back there for the day to meditate. Um, he feels like a dingus for the risks he pulled with the bus event and not paying attention when the cops showed up that morning. Mm. Um, but his meditation is important here because we see this is how, like, the new Vixage works. Yeah. Like, he, and, and it shows he isn't perfect, too. Like, he's trying to be calm, smart, and ready for anything, but it's hard to do that shit in the situations he throws himself into.
1: Which would be true. Mm.
0: And it's good he's, he's not that pompous, like, self-righteous dingus that he is in the um Charleston comics. Yeah. Like, he's, he's way more humble and it's <laughs> certainly better for it.
2: Yeah, um, I agree.
0: The next scene I like as well, because it sets up the villain's characters. It sets everyone up really well. Mm-hmm. one of the henchmen who has been there since the beginning of jeremiah um like he, he's been there since the reverend sort of started to muscle his way in
2: oh yeah
0: um and they're having a conversation about motives and shit and we see that the mayor's just literally worthless he comes out of a room with his pants down and the hired goon just like punches him and just knocks him out immediately just to remove him from the scene i mean it works <laughs> he is so worthless he's just nothing in this He's just a figurehead. Mm. Meanwhile, the Reverend wants to usurp the mayor's position and follow it through to the White House, which is the location of a certain big red button mm. that would probably start the Cold War. Yeah,
1: I've kind of heard about that, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Just a- a little. Again, he's just trying to be so evil that God returns.
1: I mean, it's another way to look at things. Mm. It's, it's, a- it's not a great way. It's but it is
0: another one. Yep, yeah, and the henchman backs out there and then because, like, fuck that. Yeah. Yep, yeah, fair enough. Um. He asks about the kid they kidnapped, but we don't see what goes down yet. Uh, instead, we follow this bumblefuck of a mayor. Mm. God, I hate him. He's just, like, literally the most well, worthless thing ever. He's trying what he can. <laughs>
1: it's not his best, but he is trying what he can.
0: So he storms out, drunk and a skunk. Uh, He gets in his car and drives off, crashing into a tree that looks about four meters from his front gate.
1: Again, don't drink and drive.
0: (laughs) He's so useless. Um, Yep, the only thing that pays off this scene is that we see a blue silhouette of the question. Um, I love that he shows up as the guards are, like, busy getting this dipshit mayor back into the house. Mm. So Vic can pretty much just walk straight in. But, it is helpful. But again, he doesn't because he has to come up with plans now because he's not just going to like run aimlessly into shit anymore.
1: Again, also
0: in good plan. Mm. Yep. So, um, so it cuts back to like into the main hub city mm-hmm. and we see the two paid off cops talking shit on their way back to their car. But what happens, Kyle? I
1: don't know what happens.
0: The car gone.
1: No, it's Gone. Feet it around somewhere.
0: Yep. Instead of being where they parked it, it is pulled. It's it's pulling up at the mayor at the mayoral mansion's gate. Oh. Mm-hmm. Driven by Vic with his hat pulled down over his face.
1: Because we learned from Batman um, that, that that works for
2: super villains. <laughs>
0: fucking Bane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's like, oh, I was sent to take the mayor to hospital for detox on the old hush hush by uh the reverend. Hmm. Because he's fucking like alcohol poisoning probably. It's not, it's, you know, it's a pretty believable like. I mean,
1: yeah, I can it, see someone, you know, getting so, away with that. So
0: he gets to, so he pretty much gets in through the gate that way, and that gives him a, a chance to scope things out. Um. While well, he finds a good spot to get ready, uh, away from guard dogs and shit, we see Myra figure out what Reverend is planning to do to her daughter. So he's, in the Bible, there's a dude, and he, God's like, hey, you should stab the shit out of your kid. And Isn't he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, probably. And he's like, okay, and he goes to do it, and then an angel shows up, and he's like, whoa, 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 don't do it. So, Jeremiah is waiting for an angel to uh, stop him from killing this young girl. Okay. Um, we jump back to our henchmen, who are blowtorching their way into a big safe in the basement before they leave. Just uh, taking what they can.
1: Abraham, Isaac is the kid. All
0: right, I was close.
1: Yeah, it's Old Testament.
0: Yeah. So, the, so the goons they're ready to cash out and take what they take the money and run uh, when the watchman is suddenly knocked ass over here. And I, I, just, I love that every question entrance is so smoky, like I don't know where it's coming from.
1: This is it from his belt?
0: A little bit of it's from his belt, but he's like clearly like pre-dousing rooms before he steps through doorways. Well, otherwise he won't see
1: him as you know
0: fanciful yeah i know batman does the whole like darkness and capes and stuff to be intimidating but i don't know where he's setting up all his dry ice containers <laughs> to do the same thing look if you it's
1: know great. how to use dry ice then you use it issue and see
0: yeah you can just clearly hear someone in the other room like emptying out fire extinguishers <laughs> to make it all misty in there whatever works. yep so he attacks the thug who um who was the one who killed him in issue one yeah yep um He drops the blowtorch beside a curtain in the scuffle, and the room starts to go up in flame as both the goons are knocked out, and Vic gets them to a safe distance before moving on, because protecting life is a key component of comic characters,
1: despite the movies. What a shame that all of the fire extinguishers were magically
0: empty. (laughs) Yeah, very suspicious, huh?
1: Hmm.
0: Yep. So um, not realising their location is currently burning to the fucking ground. Myra is tied to a chair while Hatch makes preparations. Um, he reveals he was never really a minister. Really? Mm. Kicked out. Of, <laughs> kicked from the role for being mentally unstable.
1: Well, who did have Yeah.
0: Not. Not a surprise, really. Um, and he, he's really gone here. Like his eyes are painted. Like the the art starts to do him in a negative. Like it's just black. Yeah. Instead of white eyes. You know?
2: I did
1: notice that. Yeah, it's um, you know a little
0: unsettling. Because everything's drawn very realistic, and this dude's just like starting to look as crazy as he is. It, yeah, it, it stands out. It's cool. Um. Yeah. He's he's talking about how he must make God come back, and when the and if no angel appears to stop him from killing uh Jackie, mm. then he's on the right track. So either an angel's gonna show him and go yo bud. Don't do it. Yeah, or he's on the right track. <laughs> so, yeah. no matter what, he's right. It
1: makes sense.
0: Mm. It's very serial killery. Like, it, it's done well. He's got that missionary yeah, killer thing done well.
1: Serial killer, or like.
0: He's got that of level that. of. No, it's a little of both, but he's definitely got that broken reasoning going on. Mm. Um. Yep, yeah, so before the knife comes down, though, on this kid, a commanding voice calls out to Jeremiah Hatch. The, fa- uh, the faceless man stands before him, telling him to put the knife down. Obviously the question, but for this delusional man seeing a Technical. guy he's supposedly killed.
1: An angel.
0: Uh-huh. Jeremiah drops to his knees, um, and he, he thinks someone up in the heavens sent Vic back to stop him. Oh, yeah. It's weird and great. Like, there's no big fist fight. It's just, like, quiet. I mean, there's obviously tension. The house is burning down. But th- there's no, like... There's no big fight with Bane. It's just this broken dude in just nothing but insanity. And the, and the question just, like, taking the knife out of his hand and being like, what the fuck? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: It's it's so well written. It's, it's good. You get the I won't kill anyone and become like you speech that a lot of DC characters roll with, which I like. Everyone says they should kill because it's easier, but that's not the fucking point of heroes.
2: Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, people have been spoiled on Punishers and Deadpools, but, you know, they're they're supposed to be there to protect life in all forms. I don't want Batman to be a Gary Ridgway missionary killer, because that's fucking dumb. Yeah. There's there's a moment in Batman ego where it just shows he beats up a thug who's stealing a purse from an old lady, but it's the panel of him helping the old lady back up that's important, Mm. because he's a good boy.
2: Well, that's all we're yeah, talking
0: And if he's just going around stabbing the shit out of everyone's face, he's not a good boy. Yes, and he wouldn't
1: like guns
0: because they put this out. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Myra doesn't have that opinion though. She does. She argues with me. She thinks punish is good. So, um, when the question shoves the, uh, the not quite reverend aside to get to the young girl, before Hatch can even finish his stumble back, Myra will Mara fucking sticks him, dude.
1: Yeah, but I, I can see her side. Yeah. She's, she she doesn't know. have
0: that big morality. <laughs> she, just, she just fucking leaves him punctured through the chest in a burning building while the question carries the roofing child out into the arms of the fire department.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: not saying that she's right, but I'm
0: not saying that she's wrong. Yeah, and he, he leaves Mara with her guilt like pretty hard and just disappears into the night. That's
1: nice
0: of him. She's like, you got nothing to say? He's like, better you than me. <laughs> like, you do it. You did it. You deal with it. Mm. Um, and that's the, that's like the main story of the, arc. like, that's the original story arc there. So, um, Kai, what do you think about the questions sort of like, it's not his entrance, but it's his big, it's his coming he's, out party, like, after the fact. Yeah. I, it's I, like how, um, the, like how Harley Quinn was character for a while and then she had her breakout solo title, which is like her big opening. Yeah. It's very much that.
1: Um, obviously, I prefer this version of Question to the old version of Question. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, do you prefer this version to, like, this very meditative, very critical thinking version to the Justice League Unlimited version, who is straight tinfoil hat?
1: Um, no. Yes and no.
0: You can have both?
1: I'm, I'm happy for both to exist because
0: I could see this version eventually get into that point yeah yeah
1: and like they're very different they're feeling different needs
0: yeah he so he's a little more comic relief next to the huntress in that series he
1: is a little more comic relief he's also you know I feel like he's a bit older but it's also a younger dynamic that they're aiming for Like, if he was going into stuff the way that he goes into this, it wouldn't make sense.
0: No, he'd probably probably win a lot more. He wouldn't need the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, I would love to see this done, like, pretty much, like, speech bubble perfect in a live action film, because it is written very cinematically for a book of its time. Yeah. Like what we said in issue one, like, that original opening of him just, like, old school brawling.
1: It's very wildcat.
0: Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's got that... I'm not saying it has that grit feel like DC movies try to, but it has, like, that... It's got something similar to that. Yeah. No, I
1: feel... I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Good,
0: because I'm not explaining it as well as I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's, it's like that old school... It's Where not, they don't choreography not, fight scenes. It's
1: not dark, but it's gritty.
0: Hmm. It's it's very, like, noir. Yeah. It's crime drama.
1: Which is what his That's wheelhouse his... is. Yeah, totally. Like, he's not supposed to be this, you know, big, badass guy. He is, like, an in- investigative journalist that realize he goes can't to the, the next his level. life behind the desk.
0: Yeah, which would be a cool thing to see as well, which isn't really in this, but like him having to stand on the sidelines while so much awful corrupt shit happens, and he's just repeating it back to a fucking camera. Yeah. Eventually, he'd want like this type of character would want to step in, like it. it, it makes like, a lot of sense
1: that it's not like. All of his actions are coming from a place like back in I think it's issue one when the um, hotel dancer is giving that guy a really hard time and he's like, "Hey, you would behave the same way if his oh, story yeah, his homeless to friend, you.
0: yeah, who ends he's up like, fucking him and stabbing him in the back later anyway."
1: Yeah, but like he he clearly cares hmm. deep down whether he is horrible person or not because that's before he transforms
2: really. Yeah.
1: Like he always had this like gold token in him.
0: He's a prostitute with a heart of gold. Minus the prostitute <laughs> heart. <laughs> he's I mean, a he's a newsreader with a heart of gold.
2: Yeah.
0: Um but the the volume continues a little bit and you see because it's the one writing team you see everything carries like just the whole time it's re- it's well done in that sense.
2: Mm.
0: Cause um the next issue in the Zen and Violence book is called Cityscape. Mm. And it shows the like immediate ramifications of the question's actions. Like well, well, he feels it that way, but it's just like circumstance continuing. Um, so the mansion burnt down because the mayor was a drunken recluse. All of the records for the city and shit that government does was kept in his house because he didn't leave it. Yeah. So, that all went.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. so, the
0: fire department, police force, and most of Hub City are just on strike until there's a leadership happening.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you remember when the government went on strike for a bit in America not that long ago? Yeah. It's like the worst case scenario of that in this one city. Um. So, riots are ensuing. The question is doing his best to keep some peace where he can, and... Like, his buddy Tot's trying to cheer him up, but you see Vic is, like, this really modest dude, like, like, after his almost death at the yeah. start of the book. Like, he doesn't see the mother and child that he saves. He sees, like, what the fire he caused has done. Yeah. Like, he's doing the best he can. Like, they'll go past, like, a big crowd of people riding. and he's like, I'm one dude. So they'll, they'll, like, find someone else they can help, like, just so he can do something. And, like, he's saving lives and doing what he does, but he doesn't think about it. He's just like, fuck, man, I let this get so out of hand. No,
1: but his whole, like, mission is to restore the city. Mm. And he's managed to do the opposite. Like, it's now... It's gonna sure, get, it's not...
0: It's one of those getting worse before it gets better yeah. things, but he's sitting in that worse right now. Yeah.
1: Um. Little depressive coconut.
0: Yeah. So I won't go into this issue too much, because it's mostly just showing the tension of our characters in this city.
1: Mm.
0: It's it's a great one to read, but it's an impossible one to explain.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, the whole- I, No,
1: I agree with that. You
0: you, you you read it, like, that cleaner waiting for a bus that's not coming, and, and then the whole thing just, like, weirdly unfolds from there, and then closes back on itself. Like, it's fucking really well written.
2: Yeah.
0: Um- yeah, but we, um, we meet a character that, re- like, keeps recurring called Izzy O'Toole. He's, like, a dirt, shitty cop in Hub City who kind of, like, snaps back into justice while watching two dudes ransack a suicide victim. Mm. Um, yeah, he, you don't see it in this volume, but old O'Toole gets, like, a really good redemption arc during the question series, so I thought I'd... He's obviously fiction, but I thought I'd kind of shout him out a little bit for... If any Die Hard fans of The Question are listening to this, they're going to want me to mention it.
1: No, and he does, like, play roles in later mm. stuff. Like, and he's not just, like, a one-and-done character.
0: Yeah, he's, he, this is definitely a setup for this dude later.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Yeah. it's a good issue if you want to sort of dip a toe into the series properly. That, that's issue five. Mm. Um, the final page that closes all the stories at once is really cool. Like it's just done well. Yeah. It's. I think it's just um Danny O'Neill and Dennis Cohen just showing off after their big story arc. They're like, hey, we did it. We're not being cancelled.
1: Yeah. Which. And I got me
2: involved
0: in the whole thing. Yeah. Good on them. Um. Yeah. I included it because um issue six closes. Like I didn't stop at the one arc. I went through the whole volume because issue six does tie up one of the loose ends of the major story. Hmm. And that's um the guys involved with the bus bombing
1: oh yeah i forgot about that
0: mm. yep because uh it begins with junior the the kid who had the sticks of dynamite and the tan team um the room is just black like it's it's his it's just junior in a void yeah it's this cool and commanding moment you know it looks really good he sits underneath this beaker of acid and he relives all of his father's beatings and hatred about how he's a pretty boy. He's a little fucking little beta cuck pansy. soy boy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a pansy. Um, Yeah, and today he proves his father wrong. That's the goal here. Mm-hmm. As the acid drips into his fucking face. I'm all I'm, I'm all for the concept and stuff, but maybe put some safety glasses on for the You can sky yourself up, but don't be blind.
1: (laughs) Like, come on. If you're going to go, you go,
0: hold on. Alright, fair enough. Um, Meanwhile, across town, we got Vic. uh, He's deciding to investigate a chemical plant that may have a terrorist connection.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And Todd's talking about acid rain at the same time. And, like, they end up sort of making enough of a coincidence to get the question out. He's like man, this is acid rain shit. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I gotta go out and investigate this. And he's like, I think that's where it's coming from. He's like, oh shit, look at that. Yeah.
1: Huh. Two, and two do make 4.
0: Yeah. Uh, but when he gets to the plant, he finds the security guard is unconscious already. As Vic investigates, we see um, like no one there except for one room.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One room with a light on. And we see that Musto, or Benno, the, the fat asshole that junior's dad
2: yeah
0: uh, yeah um he's the terrorist that's working in cahoots with his company or was um my, this, this guy he, he called a bomb threat to clear the place out and had the guards knocked out and is having some alone time with the guy who like owns it who's holding out on him
2: yeah.
0: mm. um and that's when the question breaks in skylights a uh, dime a dozen in comic books of
2: course yeah
0: um i like this fight too because he gets a small stabbing like in his back but the way it ends is the best part. Like he breaks a chair over Musto and just tosses a leg straight into the light bulb. It's like such a smooth motion, <laughs> even in like a cross panel. It looks so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and in the flash and darkness, he disappears because he is mortal mm-hmm. and he's been stabbed. But he seamlessly gets out of there to fucking deal with it like immediately. Which you don't really see, do you? Like, Batman will continue to fight until the end, and Alfred will be like, for fuck's sake, be like the question. Yeah. Superman will get stabbed, but that doesn't happen because he's fucking Superman. You don't see a dude be like, oh shit, I gotta tap out. Yeah. Like, never. I, can, I can't think very of a time. Rare. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's smart enough to leave a fight. We see Vic show up at work the following day after being, you know, patched, patched up and went to the hospital and said he was mugged in Hub mm. City. That's pretty believable.
1: Um, I will say that kind of like I know Bruce can't get away with it because he's such a high roller.
0: Oh, I fell off a, on a skiing trip all the fucking time.
1: Yeah, but and that's, that's why he's <laughs> the
0: ski accident has been used a bunch, and I think a car crash has been used a couple times.
1: But that's the thing. That's why he's got
0: Alfred and. And Leslie Tompkins. Leslie, that's yeah.
1: who I was trying to think of. Props to um, Leslie.
0: Not in any movies. Key component of the Batman mythology. Yeah,
1: and the Bat family. Let's be honest. Let her in. We're just we're just gonna accept that one.
0: She's been in the cave. She's family.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Just Batman I
0: follow nuts. a Vin Diesel esque Fast and Furious vibe towards the Bat Cave. Yeah, they, they. If you're in they the know, door, you're you're in. Let's be honest. They Except for Bane. A, um,
1: lobster.
0: Even the I forget what. Thermador.
1: Thermador. <laughs> So they're in. Um But like being just an average guy, like I reckon Flash could get away with that too if he needed to.
0: Oh, he's got such fast healing.
1: I I know, they like make can... but I'm like, mm. you live in the shittiest place on earth, why can't you just go and be like, Oh look, I got injured.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a good pull he's got there an excuse. Because he's an investigative journalist. He's going to stumble into bad shit. Yeah,
1: he's hanging out on the wrong sides of town. Yeah, that's good.
0: Um, so, as you know, he left work for about a year while he was training at the mountains. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's sort of there as freelance now instead of full-time. Um, he reconnects with Myra as himself and not the question this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see how she is sort of in denial about her drunken husband um showing how distant vic now is from the whole thing yeah because they were together before this and now she's married to a drunk and denying it and eventually she will step in as mayor in the series
1: Oh, okay
0: yeah i almost spoiled that in episode one about this oh
1: that's what you were talking about
0: because her last name like on all the research websites have her as um the mayor's last name which would have blew it pretty quick. Mm. yep so that's what happened there for all those paying attention um yep um so the question might be back and better than ever but vic is the vic sage role in his life has suffered massively for this
1: Mm. which happens to all of them because they get so caught up in Mm. you know i've got to be this big protector i mean yeah that's a key component for
0: comic characters is the duality of man
1: there's not a lot of duality. Like, when you look at Bruce, they regularly have to go out and try and find ways to make it look like he's doing something mm. because yeah. he's spent too long as Batman.
0: Yeah. Like, Flash is always light to everything. Mm. Everyone thinks he's a bit of a fucking dead bait. Same
1: thing with Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah. He spends so much time being Spider-Man that Peter Parker suffers greatly.
0: Mm. The question balances it out normally, but this is, like, his big, like, ugh, I gotta get my shit together kind of scenario. Again,
1: this is this comic is all about him working out... Who he is. ...what he's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: He is the greatest question of all. I'm
1: just gonna... That. Yeah,
0: take that. <laughs> take that, listeners.
1: I knew you made fun of my humour earlier
0: today. I did. Um, so, while our hero works his day job, we jump across to see uh, Musto and the power plant owner. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, yeah, they're discussing the missing shipment of evil goodies. Mm-hmm. Which is why um, Benno was there in the first place. Um, it seems that the owner's father has quietly been knocking back the shady-looking deliveries, trying to help out.
1: Oh, he's trying to be a good boy.
0: Yeah, so, they agree to kill him.
1: That's, that's <laughs> not what you want.
0: Um, and outside the window during this conversation is Junior in his hush bandages
1: oh that's nice he's
0: all wrapped up from his acid but this is taking place a long time before hush so I just wanted to uh, really point out mm. hush is a little better though because his ears don't poke out the side of the, of the bandages which looks a little funny in this look
1: how else awesome is he going to listen his, he's got his
0: big ears poking out he's got his glasses over the bandages
2: yeah it's good it almost, looks, a it almost looks
0: it almost looks weirder because he's like clearly like a mortal dressed like that. He's not just a mummy.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Um. And he decides to win his dad's favor. He's going to go kill the the father of the power plant guy first. Of course. To be like, look, I got it done for you. Don't even stress. Yeah. Yep. So Junior shows up at this old man's door. Literally tells him he's here to assassinate. Just there with a gun. He's like, I'm here to kill you.
2: Yeah.
0: And, like, it's another good, quiet, well-written scene. Because the old man's like, "Yeah, you are probably sent by my asshole son, weren't you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, come in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> come in, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's like, I'm going to make some tea. You, you thirsty? You want to drink? He's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> he's like, it, and he talks about how...
1: Excuse me, so I am... Um...
0: I'm trying to kill you. Yeah, no, come on, come on, don't, 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 worry about it. No hard feelings. Come in. <laughs> Can I get you anything you'd you would like to say? A gun. Yeah, I see the gun. But uh, do, do you want anything? Make yourself yes. comfortable.
1: Blah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's coming. It's inevitable. We're all gonna die. Come sit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the. I mean, it's written better than that, but yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Um. He talks about how his plant was a way to pay for the land that he lives on like he saw it as a kid with its bush with its flowers and its ponds and whatever it's a, it's a big oh, yeah. big retire. it's the dream property to retire on you know what i mean
2: Yeah
0: Um you know he's got his flowers the lakes full of fish you know it's it's his retirement in paradise Oh yeah Um that was his goal that's what he did that's what the plant was for Yet the acid rain and nearby industrial waste um, has left the pond barren, the flowers are colourless and sad, and it's the waste from his own fucking plant.
1: That will happen. Has the reason people don't like power plants these mm-hmm. days.
0: Yep. His aim for the future is killed in the present by his past.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, very well written stuff. Um, yeah, he doesn't fear death because fuck it. Like, he's already ruined everything, and he, he doesn't care anymore. Yep. Um.
1: That'll happen.
0: Yep, so the junior wrapped in his bandages, fixated on the relationship with his own father, lowers the gun a little and just asks, why do you hate your son? Well, look, if he's going to die either way, you might as well get some answers out of
1: there.
0: Yeah, he just, like, connects to it from the other point of view, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. These are throwaway bit characters in a title that was forgotten from the 80s. Yeah. So
1: why are they so
0: well done?
1: This is back when writers actually believed in what they were writing.
0: I think a lot of them still do, but there's so much like mandated I editing. Can that I'm a little bit angry
1: at the red tape of
0: comic industry? Yeah, I think the question's his own beast. He's kind of left to his own corner, which is where you get the best things. I know
1: that's
0: why I like him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I was just like, I'm watching this scene. It's a dingus named Junior because he doesn't get a he doesn't get a proper name talking about this old man how he sacrificed his goal to get to it quicker
2: Mm.
0: and i'm just like why is this so good this should be like the most boring shit
2: yeah
0: yeah so the scene taking place outside the door is good too we show it shows vic meditating in the car while tot is driving them out towards the farms like he takes all the information he's heard in the previous fight and just he just pontificates his ass off in there. Well, he meditates. He's just piecing things together like it's kind of like Sherlock. Mm-hmm. You know in all the video games how you get all the clues and you have to like connect them and it's like a stupid mini game. He's pretty much doing that but I don't have to do a tedious thing that's padding out a video game. I'm get to read it and it's better that way. Mm. Um yeah, he's, um, he's figuring out the plans, he's answering the question, like, that. that's his that's his jam, you know? He, he knows they want to get rid of the problem, which is the father, you know, because he goes there to save this, the owner of the plant. He sees he's obviously just as shitty as the other ones, and it's the original owner of the factory that is, um, putting a, you know, a kibosh on everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, that guy's obviously the, the loose end here, so he's, they're racing out there, which is smart yeah um yeah so while asking for directions to the farm they find out that the two others have been through there like the it's classic um exposition of the gas station attendant Mm -hmm. do you remember in faster pussycat kill kill how the dude who does the petrol knew every fucking thing about the plot
2: yeah
0: it's like that this dude's like Boy, howdy! You're like the third dude asked about that farm. It's so weird. There was a there was a fat asshole mobster here a minute ago, and before that, there was some kid dressed as a mummy. Mm. <laughs> also, here's the address of this complete stranger. <laughs> That's fine. I'm
1: small towns. Oh yeah,
0: small town, small talk, man. Um. Yep. <laughs> so everyone's on their way, though. So the the comic cuts to um Musto out in the rain with with a gun scoping the house out with some of his goons. And he's like looking through the window with with his smut, with his scope and he sees someone with no face in the window. Um you know he obviously thinks it's the question. So he Absolutely. so he fires at his uh, bandaged-up son. There's not it's it's okay that he misses the cup. That, um Junior's holding just shatters, and him and the old man just drop, like drop to the ground. Um, Probably
1: a good decision yep, to make. Yep. So the,
0: the three men approach the cabin. Junior wants to protect this this father figure yeah, from his nice. evil son. Because he, yeah, he's a backwards-ass kid, but he's he thinks he's doing the right thing.
1: No, I mean the old man is nice. Yeah, he's a good dude. Junior's a little Junior.
0: I mean, he's not. He's not doing the best. <laughs>
1: He needs to go back
0: to school. Hmm. He's got good intentions, but he's a spastic. I wasn't going to say it, but... Um, Yeah, so he wants to protect this father figure from his evil son. Um, The question silently picks off one of the thugs as Musto um, and the second goon go in. And it's like this quick moment. with. It's got great tension from a book drawn in the 80s again. Mm Mm-hmm. Musto, like, pumps a machine gun round into the house, not hitting the people that are just, like, laying flat on the, on the ground. Um, He changes his round, like, loads the gun, kicks in the door, just bang. Junior's, like, puts one immediately in the chest of whoever comes through that door. His dad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, before seeing... It's not the son of the chemical plant. Yeah, it's, it's his dad. He just... He fired just immediately. Like, he reacted.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, do you want to talk about the reveal?
1: Not really.
0: Okay, I'll do it. Um. I
1: don't really remember this issue.
0: It's sort of... It's sort of tucked away at the back. But, um...
1: I think I was, like... There was a lot going on while I was trying to get rid of it. Okay, give me a second.
0: Like, as his father's dying, Junior walks up to
1: him. Oh. Mm. So, he, he goes up to his dad, and he's trying to be like, Oh no, I, I messed up again. But, look, I, I was trying to make you proud of me. And he, he takes off the bandages, and I, I don't even know what that looks like.
0: He kind of looks like um, the Toxic Avenger, honestly. Yeah. He looks like porridge.
1: His, his lips have, like, burnt up and, like, melted in. He's got, like, bloody unhealed pink patches all over him. I mean, it looks like someone's made a clay, like, Thanos face, and then accidentally, like, dropped it on the floor. Or, like, left it in hot weather or something.
0: Yeah, he's got, he's got like, the chin stripes, you're yeah. right. Yeah.
1: yeah, someone was making a really good pottery, and then just, it, it, no. Mm. It no
0: Yeah, he ain't doing so good. Um. Yeah, and that's how it ends. Um, I like that. Uh, we discussed when we were talking about like the cult and how like horror artists were starting to branch into the mainstream. Mm. Um, Denny Cohen didn't; his resume doesn't have any of that. Yeah. But I feel like he's capturing a lot of it in the way some of these panels look.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: It's it's not as harsh, creepy as the cult was, but it's it has its moments where it's like, look, I can I can. I can swing that it in a little bit.
1: It it's a very believable, yet yeah, like you believe something that could never happen. Yeah, like it's so well written that you're like, oh yeah, I I can picture this being like a story, but then at the same time you're like, but it's not.
0: Yeah, it it, makes sense. It's taking place in a universe a little different to ours. Mm. Just a little different. Yeah. It's got realism, but it's not a preachy asshole about it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, like, it's. I don't know. I really enjoyed it, but it's also not the question that I was used to.
0: Hmm. Would you continue the series after this? Um. There is something very, like, satisfying and comforting, knowing it's those guys working on it the whole way through. So you yeah, know what you're getting. and
1: that's kind of, you know, it's something that is definitely missing from stuff
0: now. Yeah, you had, um. Like, it's
1: so choppy and changey when you're reading, like.
0: You had Scott Snyder kind of and Greg Apollo doing Batman for, like, a good two years together and that but that's fucking unheard of at this point yeah and a lot of the times when they change the writing stuff now they just started issue one again
1: yeah or they just reboot the entire universe
0: yeah. um and this taking place where it does and how it does not just in the universe but as like a written piece is very i'm not gonna say refreshing because it's not new but there's something it's, it's there's something like, artful about it compared to what it is people. now, yeah.
1: Like it's it's comfort.
0: I want to say nostalgia, maybe.
2: No, because it's not.
0: It's not nostalgia for a thing you've had, but it's nostalgia for the way things was.
1: No, I'm thinking more of it like comfort food. It's so like when you. It's like a big I, chicken drumstick. You, you've been out of home for five years. You go home and you know. Your mum cooks lasagna or something that, you know, she always made when you were a kid and you're like...
0: Oh, this oh, is the real shit.
1: This, this, isn't, this isn't exactly it, but this is it. Yeah. That's what I think this book is. And, like, I'm interested to see if the rest of the run is, like, in a similar vein to that. But I'm also happy to leave this where it is. It's a good... Like, I don't feel like I need to go and read more. But if I picked it up, I wouldn't be disappointed.
0: Issue 5 set up a lot of the things to come. But if you took issues 1 through 4 and 6, that would just be like a story. Yeah. Like a nice, easy, in-and-out story.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I feel like that trade that we have wraps everything up nicely, and I don't need to go out and look at more stuff. Hmm. But then if he sat there and went, oh, I've got the next book, I would probably read it at some point.
0: He teams up with Green Arrow for a bit. Which is another
1: person
0: I like. Who's another Denny O'Neill character.
2: Mm.
0: And he's very, he's at that hippie point where he's like super anti-establishment. And him and Question have like similar vibes, but they still clash pretty hard. Yeah. Cause he's like Cause Question's like Look it's too far We just need like Good people running the show And he's like Fuck the show
1: Yeah
0: It's not it's, it's pretty good
1: Which And I like that interaction Between Green Arrow And anyone Cause in like Justice League Unlimited He has It's very much that version canary. Yeah Like He's It takes a lot for him To get in And when he's in He's a little too hard For the group And they're like the oh, did we make the right call here? He's always and his he's own like,
0: man with... His agenda and opinions won't change to fit a room.
1: No. He, he's very comfortable in being like, no, this is what I think is correct and that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. What did you think? Are
0: you going to go and track it down? I've got it.
1: Why? Huh? Have you read it?
0: I have not finished all of it well i'm about halfway in there you go you know something
1: it's just trying to trick me
0: yeah i do really enjoy the universe that they've created with the question story
1: yeah it is it is a good like comforting story
0: do you have a homework question I don't either. That's I came so many homework
1: questions today, I can't I
0: even. Yep, back to school for the only actual teacher at the school for not it? Um, well, do you have any other good, like, comfort stories? Not necessarily comics, but, like, is there other stuff where you're like, mmm, that hits the spot? It's not even just comics, like, anything. Because in my head, the ultimate, like, comfort food uh, medium... Oh. It, is like, this, is, like, starting again at book one of Skullduggery Pleasant. Because that was, like, one of my first... So like, one of the first things I got into. Like, I couldn't give a shit about Harry Potter when it came out. Mm-hmm. I've yet to watch A Lord of the Rings. Barely watched Star Wars. Like, this was the first, like, big mythology that I just, like, fell straight into. And to go back to see where it all began is, like, a... Mmm, yeah. It's that comfort that you're talking about. Mmm. You don't have any, like, classic Disney movies where you're like, oh, yeah.
1: But well, if we're staying to
2: books. Yeah?
1: A book that I have read more times than I could ever imagine counting was a book called The White Ship. And it's, like, half a centimetre thick. And, like, I, I like to think that I'm a pretty heavy reader like I got I can get through the entire Harry Potter series in like three days
0: you're one of those people
1: yeah (laughs) um I read so slow but like I've read that book so many times because it just has this like even the first time I was reading it it really nicely melds a lot of my interests um pretty sure it's by jackie french which if you're an australian kid she wrote a lot of crap
0: yeah she fills half the public school libraries
1: yeah and i never saw this when i was at school like it was one of those ones that no one had heard of or anything like that Hmm. um and i still go back to that now and i'm like i could read that like it's a very weird story
2: yeah.
0: Um. And obviously, I do that with the Arkham Asylum game pretty regularly.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff. I mean, Disney movies are always huge comfort. Yeah. But I don't think they count when I
2: say it anymore.
0: because well, you can't come back to a comfort if you're always there the whole time.
2: Yeah.
1: Shadow Hunters, I've tried to come back to a few times, but they're really just destroying them at the
0: moment. It does suck when you go back to something where you think it's going to be full of nostalgia and you're like, oh, this ain't ain't it, bro. I mean, you've got the Scooby-Doo movie, which I can
1: quote word
0: for word. Hey, 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 that one's a banger. Go find our back catalogue episode of that.
1: Yeah, but you get mad at me. I'm not allowed to watch it with anyone.
0: Because you literally just shout the entire movie over the movie
1: say it word for word just because you can don't
0: mean you gotta it's like a weird compulsion with you
1: i i legitimately
0: can't help it i know it's insane it's just gotten to that
1: point where it's like it just comes
0: out ladies and future boys don't be watching movies with our producer kai Steen if I, she's seen the movie before
1: no <laughs> you've watched lots of movies with me that i've seen before it's just certain
0: movies. Some just trigger your, like, weird childhood PTSD. Where you just remember the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah. Good work. I can't do it with... I used to be able to do it with, like, Harry Potter 1 and 2. I don't think I could
2: do it anymore. Yeah, Chris, I don't even
0: remember those two. He talk. He writes in a journal and it replies and stuff.
1: That's number two.
0: Alright. Alright. Any Any final thoughts before we pack up for the day? Yeah.
1: That is the end of my thought <laughs> process
0: right now. Again, this is chewing into our October time, but that's okay, because I get the feeling that a lot of podcasts would be doing spooky shit this month. So consider this refreshing.
1: I don't know, this is pretty <laughs> spooky.
0: Dude I cuts mean,
1: his face off with acid.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got the gore, you've got the look of the question who is Slender Man in a hat.
1: You, you've got the <laughs> coming back from the dead.
2: Yeah, well, so I'm there you go. out
1: there. It's... It... It counts. Alright, good. It's not your typical Halloween, but you don't always want a typical.
0: Yeah, we'll be jumping right back into the typical <laughs> cliche shit next week. But until then, I've been Toby Dapola.
2: Unpleasant am Say
1: goodbye. Goodbye.
0: No, don't say your name, goodbye. Say your
1: name, goodbye.
0: For fuck's sake. I've been joined by our producer, Kyle <laughs> who is a producer and... Not the best (laughs) co-host. Hey! i
1: upgraded this! I wasn't told that I had to have prepared material. And I literally read this book over a month ago.
0: Yeah, we take a long time to do these. There has been
1: a lot going on in my brain in the last month. Yep.
0: Still a good book,
1: though.
0: Don't don't take students on school camp. It's not worth it. Yep. Alright. As always, remember to like, review, subscribe. Send us an email. Yep, go through our back catalogue because we've done a few of these. Now, hopefully there's been at least one episode that is a subject you'd like to hear about.
1: If not, send us an email. Yeah, tell
0: us what we missed. All right. All right. Um, There there it is. I have no good sign-off today, so I will just say class dismissed, and that'll be it. <laughs> I see you trying to... Say hi to your for me"? Yeah, good. That'll, That'll do. All right. Goodbye, everyone. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. It'll do.
2: We've, do, we've had
0: worse. There you go, just quote babe, that's our send off.